This is a Rooster Teeth production. The most today's episode is brought to you, like always, by ExpressVPN. Don't like hackers and ISPs to have your data? You got to keep that stuff private. Keep it close to the vest. Like they say in uh, The Dark Knight twice. Weirdly say the same line twice in that movie. Play it close to the vest. It's weird. Hearing repeated dialogue is weird. But you know what's not weird? ExpressVPN. Check them out at expressvpn.com slash RTTV <laughs> to keep your data encrypted. A lot of us are still working from home. We're sending sensitive documents and stuff like that. Encrypts that shit. It's great. Uh, welcome to the show. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Rosas. I'm the other one, Drew Saplin. And today, I'm very excited about our guest today. One, because I haven't seen John in quite a bit. And two, well, I haven't seen Fiona in a little bit either. No. <laughs> uh, but I'm just excited for both of them. So... Uh, first, I'll introduce uh, who we all know: John Reisinger, Dreisinger, Reisinger, Reisinger. Wow! Uh, if, wow. wow. Here's, here's the thing, John. Oh, wow. if, I, I was doing too well on the intro. I needed to mess it up somehow. <laughs> you and so I just committed to that. I panicked. I panicked. I panicked in the intro. I was like, mm. I, I've completely forgotten how to pronounce John's last name. It's uh, okay. I, I usually I, ask how to how to pronounce everybody's last name before the show starts, even if I know them. Uh, so that that doesn't happen. And I, I, I flat out just forget names because of a problem I have with my brain. And so a trick that I learned to get around that when I used to host on the spot was I asked people just to pronounce their names for me. So then that got two birds with one stone, reminded me their names and told me pronunciation. Is it a hard G or a soft G? It's a uh, soft, Reisinger. That's Reisinger. a hard G. Reisinger. It's not hard. There's no hard G in there. Guh, Reisinger. Reisinger. <laughs> Guys, this is great radio. I just want yeah, to. I'm radio. loving this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Our Absolutely other, our this. other guest today. I'm doing a great job. Well, make sure you get uh, my last name right because we had this before. We did have this conversation. It's, <laughs> yeah. But but then I got confused because of the accent. So it's Howitt, Fiona yes. Howitt, correct? Yes. I did it. Hey, <laughs> you heard it here that first. Uh, now, Fiona, for those of you listening at home and viewing this on the internet, Fiona is an exceptional uh, DM for every RPG you've ever or never played. Um, never played, yeah. We were, we were, me and Andrew, not John, not you, John. Sorry, uh, Roses and I were guests, and you can be. Uh, we were guests on Fiona's show. Um, what, what am, am I rolling? rolling? What yeah, am I rolling? Yeah, it's very I keep, good. <laughs> I, always, I always say in my head, how am I rolling? Uh, really just two for two. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you say. Hey, uh, uh, Saplin, I'll, I'll take it from here. So Fiona is a great, great DM. This is going Whoa. so well. What am I rolling? Yes. Uh, uh, a terrific, a terrific uh, RPG uh, podcast. Uh, we had a blast doing it. Yeah. And uh, just wanted to, uh, a, a real tip of the hat to, uh, to Fiona, because like, I, I traditionally, and Drew is neither, don't have a lot of experience with RPGs. So mm -hmm. when we went on I've her I've only played them virtually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, I, I feel like it's a little tough to do RPGs virtually. I like the, uh, I have played them in person and had a blast. And so it's a little bit harder to do virtually, just because a lot of things are harder to do virtually, just to have like, you know, conversations and like keep up the energy of you know being in person uh but fiona was awesome at like keeping the game fun and interesting <laughs> virtually uh, and thousands of miles away uh, all yeah. the way in 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 england so yeah. it was uh yeah, it was a real treat night. uh in the dead of night in england <laughs> keeping, the dead keeping, of the dead of night at 8 p.m gmt yeah yeah <laughs> uh when we were on her podcast she had one of those long pointy hats and a candle that she carried around in a little uh, <gasps> Uh, yeah, exactly. A little pewter like, candle way, this holder. Way into yeah. the corner, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fiona, do we leave anything out about your uh, podcast? Uh, no, you where am I nailed rolling? it. Nailed it. I don't think we need to do another take. I think you guys have sold, sold good, good, who good, or what am I, lie. when am I rolling? I think those are, yeah, those when, are great. Yeah. 
when am I rolling? Hey, quit! How? <laughs> Siri, when am I why rolling? Why am I rolling? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why am I rolling? Is what I've said at every EDM festival I've ever been to. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, we. Thank you. I'm glad we're getting plugs in up top because very yeah. frequently we don't get to it at the end because this show is a mad sprint to the finish. But I'm going to throw <laughs> to you now, John. John, what's going on? What do you want to plug? What's what's happening? What's what's uh, what's going on in in your neck of the woods? You'd that you would almost think out? you'd almost think you guys plan this correctly. <laughs> hmm. um, I, not, that's a seamless. You, you almost would because what my team, Squad Team Force, is spending all of November doing is that we are using the month of November to promote our D and D podcast, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Oh. We're calling the month Rollvember. All of our oh. content. Our, our our VODs, our streams, our social content is all D&D RPG focused. So it's almost nice. like Andrew, were you, you that smart? You, you scheduled me with a with another like with a DM and RPG master <laughs> to like have that that cohesion. You know, I feel like I'm watching a pro wrestling match right now because I can't tell where the line is between real and fake. I don't know if Andrew <laughs> knew about this or not, or if we just got lucky. Seven I'll not know until the show's over. I I am going to do uh what uh, uh, a long line of uh, white males have done and completely take credit for something I did on accident. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's most that's of history. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to be like, yeah, of course. I totally planned that. What is that? What is that? Money, Eddie? please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it was not. It was not planned that way. It was uh, I, I was like, I haven't had John on the show in a while and uh, wanted to get Fiona on. Uh, and uh, look, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's a, a confluence of synergy. Mm -hmm. uh, as I, as I, I'm sorry. I got, I got bitten by a radioactive buzzword pamphlet. Uh, so now yeah. I'm just like all talking about shifting paradigms and all that garbage. Circling the wagons. Uh, yeah. circling, least, touching what base. Is, what is your Five. least favorite corporate word? There we go. Let's, I love this. This Ooh. is my favorite kind of shit. This is the this is the most, this right? The most or the, it's just a it's just okay. Fine. What is your most least favorite corporate word? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I feel like we've drilled a lot of them into the ground. Things like synergy and and, and that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't, I'm I, I think I I'm looking for the new. What's the new corporate buzzword Ooh. other than like everybody Ooh. trying to say that we're a family? I think I think for me, uh, if someone says the word "plussed up" at me one more time, uh, I'm going oh, to blow a gasket. I'll just plus up right out. It'll just plus up right out the side of my head, and I'll just. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna plus my brains up to God. Is uh, just that that's what that's what's gonna happen. No, that, understand like. Uh, plus up is it that is very good that is 100 percent something that is very recent in like in these kind of in like zoom meetings in, the, in these like, trying times yeah in these unprecedented times which by now oh, by the way also, now they're also, I'll, take, I'll take unprecedented times as a buzzword as well oh yeah yeah that was a that was it, it didn't matter just a any commercial you would see on if you had the misfortune of like watching broadcast tv or anything with uh or streaming tv that had ads in it didn't matter what the product was it was going to say unprecedented times from mm -hmm. like car insurance to dog food like it didn't matter it's just like <laughs> yeah. these unprecedented times your yeah. dog needs the nutrition that they deserve like it's like okay and then also you know yeah car insurance as well it just we was, it ran the gamut well, we've got, I'm going, I commute in London and we've got like the underground and you guys have the Met and stuff. We've got like an underground station and all the sort of uh, tube apps, um, tube adverts, sorry. They were, they were like, welcome back. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. No, welcome back. Get an Uber. You got, it's now to go out, out. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't want to come out, out. And now I'm stuck with all these other people who don't want to be out, out either. <laughs> I'd like yeah. to go back in, in, please. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Same. Well, welcome back. The doors are locked in the tube from the inside. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, now, yeah. uh, Fiona, are there any uh, English uh, English corporate buzzwords that we don't have here in America that are uh, uh, a little obnoxious that you just can't you can't handle? 
That's interesting because I, as a woman of principle, try not to try to not be in as many meetings as possible. Honorable respect, respect. I I get a lot of like, oh, we'll table that for now, and I always wonder what does that mean. Do I put it on a table somewhere, or is it? I I, I never know what that means. And and like you talk about Zoom, let's Zoom. Yeah, whose table is it? It's probably my table. Where (laughs) where on the table is it? I'm running. I'm running out of surface area. I've tabled so many things. That, we're gonna, we're gonna like, table that uh, for now is the, is the real and actual way that people admit that we don't have time for <laughs> everything we're supposed to be doing where the 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 machine must keep working and we must keep feeding the machine but we don't have enough time for it all so we're going to <laughs> to say things like let's table it for now because we can't just say flat out in meetings well we're just not going to do this yeah. What if that was meetings? <laughs> hey, we're uh, not gonna do this. Yeah. I I I think it is so interesting, and I have come to appreciate this more. Like honestly, so refreshing to get a hard no. Just oh, like I love, it. I love a good hard that no. Is, I I respect that so much more because that just means I don't have to think about this anymore. I don't really have to good. like I can like stop like agonizing over it or devoting like time and energy to it just a hard no but that like table this for now means like let's just let this die a slow agonizing death in your like anxiety brain I'm, yeah. it's like let's let, let that please, get real cozy please enjoy, please enjoy dreaming about whatever you were thinking about for the next six to nine months <laughs> while while we could have yeah. just told you no and it would have just died right away <laughs> i i got told off at work because in the one of few of the very rare meetings that i'm in i use the word accountability and i got told no that's a hard <laughs> word i got told i should be using the word ownership i've got to uh-huh. give people the ownership of oh. like, no, but they will never get it done if i say accountability we know who's responsible for it, but apparently ownership is the, the new in-word, certainly in academia. So top tip there. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. The top tip in academia, ownership. That's, ownership. That, that, is, that is much more... Uh, they own it, their own content. That's, that's the idea, rather than being accountable for their own it's content. It's much more effusive. <laughs> it's, it's less, it's, it seems less uh, uh, caustic in terms True. of like, oh, they still, owner. They still oh. don't do it, though. They right. still it's, don't do anything I ask them to do. do it. <laughs> Um, I love that is it, yeah it, it's just the it's the couching I love language that like couches uh uh you know real intent and that very much is because like accountability means you will have to answer if something goes wrong and right. maybe on the maybe maybe be celebrated if it goes right yeah. but that's a maybe that's a real exactly. maybe whereas like ownership <laughs> ownership can mean anything I mean that's just like you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I also feel like ownership gives you a sense of uh, like metaphysical capital of like, oh, I own it. That means I get I get all of the like, oh, I own a home. But like, oh, that means I have that means I have equity. Like, oh, ownership means uh, in this project means if something goes good, I'm responsible and I get treats. That's not true. No, uh, I love I love being accountable for your home though, because <laughs> in yeah, case your home yeah, drops off, <laughs> which is what it is. Yeah, I am accountable for the house that I currently live in, uh, the floorless yeah. home with chip paint that I am accountable for. Yeah. Uh, hey, John, I feel like you know the most about what the numbers in the top left corner of our screen mean. Oh, Me and Andrew yes. Are, uh, what is the? Uh, also, chat, make those. Can you make those numbers go up? I don't know. Is that something they can do? I, I saw it go up briefly before. Oh, yeah, did we I do mean, that? They, I don't they, know. Okay, <laughs> I'm not accountable can. for that, but you. Can take it <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> now we're uh, this this whole week is uh, is our extra life week. It's the week of streams leading up to our big 12 hour stream on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And so all this week, um, we are both doing two things: one, just constantly taking uh, donations for extra life. Um, these are donations that go towards our ultimate goal. Um, for the charity, and then each day there are dedicated extra life streams that are happening. Yesterday, Michael played uh, Ocarina of Time with uh, chat functions, messing with his uh, playability of it. And then today, uh, after this show, uh, the animation crew, uh, select all crew, is playing uh, Minecraft, and they're doing a Minecraft scavenger hunt. Um, and so those are streams that are dedicated to specifically raising money. But you don't have to wait till the streams; so you can. You can donate now. Uh, hopefully, Cody knows what the actual donation link is. I think the donation link might even be in. It is. It's in the chat. If you go to oh, donate.roosters.com. Oh, hey. There it is at the top. 
Hey, chat, make it go up. I just want to see. Uh, yeah, just it's just over. Just away. Just yeah, you can Mike Wazowski, Andrew, this entire stream. Come for my. I don't care. There we go. Did I did I did I do a good job there, Drew? I'm getting real Mike Wazowski'd here. Uh, this <laughs> monsters <laughs> monsters Inc. Just really good. I was on TV. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, Cody. For there we go. There Put we it go. right in the dead dead center. That's a, can that's I have a very? That's a very solid Billy Crystal that you have. Can I have room. a Billy Crystal tangent real quick? Sure, go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> this is what most of the show yeah. is. Okay, good. Um, I was out uh having dinner with my girlfriend uh this weekend, and on we were we were outdoor patio setting, and they had a big old TV above the bar area, and they were playing when Harry met Sally. And I admittedly, this is one of the gaps in my history. I haven't seen when Harry met Sally. I've seen basically every other rom-com from that era. You know, like Sleepless in Seattle and, and uh, you know, You've Got Mail and While You're Sleeping, that whole era. Yeah. I love it. Just never gotten around to When Harry Met Sally, and I need to. But I think in watching it, and it's mute, you know, on mute in this bar, and I can't <laughs> hear anything. But you're like, okay, well, obviously, I know, I know that the protagonists of this movie are Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal. And they are, and it is an on-again, off-again kind of thing where it's mm -hmm. like, the will they, won't they kind of situation. Mm -hmm. I assume at least one person in this group have seen this movie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Do they do a decent job of somehow convincing us that Billy Crystal is like <laughs> the male protagonist of a rom-com that we're no. invested in? Absolutely that is, not. It's, okay. No, 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 no. It's the same. It's the same thing as Andy Hall. It's the same thing as like, here's Greece? the thing about rom-coms in general. And I've noticed, especially up until... I mean, still to this day, uh, men in rom-coms do not need to be attractive or try in order to no. be loved in romantic okay. comedies. It no. is, but sometimes, but often they do. But often they do. Uh, often they do not. I <laughs> no, would argue no. that most. <laughs> I, I guess. Most I guess in are... in. Uh, I guess you're. You might be right because, like, I, I'm even thinking like. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait. Like, Kate Leopold. Kate Leopold. Okay. Yeah, Leo, sure. That's that's a that's a, that's a good man. That's a my good man right there. My favorite example of this, and this is not a rom com. It's I guess a a drum a drum com. But sure. uh, punch punch drunk love. Adam Sandler is a dick bag the no, whole show. Anything Adam yeah. Sandler in a love interest thing, it is him just bankrolling this idea. Yeah, it just, he doesn't have to, 50 first dates, doesn't have to try. Just as like, hey, I love you even though you have no memory. What's, like, what's what's oh, the terrible one cold. where he pretends to be gay and it's Jessica Biel? I now I love you, Chuck and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What a terrible oh, movie! Coming um, coming to an HEB end cap bargain bin near you. Yeah. That <laughs> is a that is a a a. a but just get it from the shops, as they say. Oh, no. Of its time, that's what they'd say, isn't it? It's of its time. <laughs> and you never... It, and yeah, to justify it everything a, about it. It was a, a real time. time I'd thing. say there's a good amount of there's a good amount of British rom coms that got some good looking boys. You got like Hugh Grant in there. I like him. I'm not I'm not saying everybody has to uh, like yeah, him. I'm not I'm not saying, he's not been in any rom coms. I'm talking like, about that era. That era. That yeah, era. Okay. Also, yeah. Yeah. He's also been playing different versions of the Prime like, Minister you know, in like the like, last nine <laughs> shows. Yeah. Four weddings and a funeral and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. So. There was Notting Hill. There was a period, there was a, a real fallow period, I would say, in, in, in the 70s, when, like, dudes just weren't attractive. Like, there's, like, major, like, dude, like, major rolled dudes could just be kind of schlubby, and then it swung back up, but then what happened was the schlubs moved from movies to TV, and mm. TV sitcoms, mm. your Everybody Loves Raymonds, your King of Queens, it was the dumbest man alive with a super mean hot wife. Just, that was just like all of like <laughs> network TV for misogyny like- Misogyny the show. The yeah. show, it was <laughs> ridiculous. And it was just like, thank God, that, thank God this mean woman saved this man from eating rocks for breakfast. Like that's the plot of every single episode of those fucking shows it's I'm just trying like to think of a tv show with a hot man like uh so, so new girl has a, a whole mm. hot cast i've never had more body image issues than watching an episode of new girl when they <laughs> called they would call nick fat like frequently <laughs> and i was just like if he's fat what am i like <laughs> that is jesus <laughs> that guy's cut and spider-man like what are you talking about yeah yeah uh, it's uh that was a uh, we uh, eventually i feel like the 
Oh, you know what's a big thing? It's a big thing, and I will point to this. People through like the 70s, 80s, and really into the 90s weren't fixing their teeth. Oh, also like true. that was that yeah. that was a yeah. that was a thing really post 2000s uh, where like people Nicole getting Kidman, their... Nicole Kidman pre veneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some real b- before the veneer era that did a lot. That really did like a huge that like jumped a grade. You went from like a, a a I B just... to a C or a, a C to a B, B to an A. The fixing the teeth did a lot of heavy lifting for. Folks. I just imagine you writing like a very technical paper for like a film analysis journal about like the tooth. It's called like the tooth gap. How how uh, veneers <laughs> and media has changed the landscape or something. There's an entire Andrew chapter Rose's. devoted to yeah. Tom Cruise's middle tooth. Middle, middle tooth. tooth. Yeah. Uh, well, as as a British person who is stereotyped as bad teeth, I'm just always like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and just never showing my teeth uh-huh. as a result. Uh-huh. Well, so oh, we made the number go up. There Whoa. it is. Hey, that, Whoa. 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 I mean, Tom Cruise from The Outsiders and then Tom Cruise with uh, the middle tooth. Hey, the number went up. Good job. Good job, hey. chat. Yeah, he's in, he uh, is in a movie uh, with like James Spader. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a, they're, they're kids at like a, a military academy. Um, and uh, who only, they end up like. There was some sort of like super computer. Internet device. So, some sort of, uh, yeah, collection of human knowledge. Thing. A butler or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember the name Endless of the movie. Love? But... No. Uh, it's one of his very first roles, but um, he it's he, he like goes nuts. He's like the like Full Metal Jacket like guy who like goes nuts at this military academy because <laughs> the students take over the military academy and like because they're gonna shut it down or like do something like progressive with it and they're like no Oops. it's you know it's it's very problematic. Um, <laughs> and uh, the movie's called Taps. Taps. There it Taps. is. Taps. I typed in and, uh, Tom Cruise takes over military academy. There you go. And <laughs> it's called Taps. <laughs> and uh, he is, I mean, he, in that movie, he's got like a buzz cut, like a buzz cut in it. And he, he just, he looks like a hot dog with a tooth stuck in it. Like it really is just like <laughs> a, a beige tube. Wow. Like it just, it's just like, ah, when he first shows up on screen, it is just like, oh my Lord. Um, Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, but uh, but uh, he's a he's a he's a gem in that film uh, as a, as a as a complete nut job. Anyhow, um, going back to Billy Crystal, uh, yes. you know what movie is uh, shockingly stands up over time and is just solid. Is uh, and as you age, great. it becomes more more. Uh, it, it hits closer to home. City Slickers. Amazing. Um, great. Yes. Perfect. Acute, so cute, and then just all about your life being midlife crisis. The one thing I will say that's uh, heartbreaking though, is that Billy Crystal's going through his midlife crisis and he is 36. Has a teenage, has like a teenage daughter and is like, oh, I don't want to do my job anymore. I just want to yeah. go ride horses in the desert. Yeah. So oh, uh, goodbye, is, both of you. That, yeah. that is painful. That is did painful did I, revelation. Did I miss mine? Did I miss yeah. mine? Your midlife yeah. crisis? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, that is, I, it is, it is so funny to learn to like be re remember the knowledge of like how old people are like oh. in older movies and like the, realize like you're older. Like I'm older than Homer Simpson. That's yeah. a fucking weird thing to think about. Uh, um, uh, you're also <laughs> older than the parents from Rugrats. That's the one that blew my mind. They're 32. Ooh. Like, <laughs> Stu Pickles has been through some shit. Oh, man. (laughs) And like, I mean, and and like Billy Crystal is 30. I'm older than Billy Crystal in City Slickers. Like he he is going through a like midlife crisis. That is bananas. Yeah. Got a teenage like a teenage daughter uh, is like, you know, works at like a radio station, like do like running commercials. Uh, Like, man, it's it's a wild time. But Sorry sorry to ruin your day, everybody. No, yeah. it's okay. I, I I watched my parents had that movie on VHS and I watched it as a kid. And there are a couple of like scenes in that movie that are pretty inappropriate for kids, if you ask me. Um, you know, little kids. And uh I just didn't get it. I liked watching because it was like, oh, it's guys riding horses and just Cowboys like uh, and baseball like, hats. Yeah. There's like baseball hats and there's like, you know, uh, Daniel Stern in it. Daniel Stern's in it and he's in Home Alone. Um Also the guy who's not Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other one. Yeah, the other the other guy. Yeah, that's the you. other burglar. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah, but not. Wait, and I'm very confused now. Joe Pesci is in Home Alone, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, but he is not in City Slickers. Correct. Yes. But no. that guy looks and sounds almost exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah, God. it's um... that's upsetting and confusing. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it is it is a movie that as uh, as you enter the uh, age we are now it, like really a lot more stuff like really hoves into like the center view it becomes mm -hmm. very like poignant and you're like ah oh, no i get it now and it, it does it in a way that's a little bit more i feel like I don't know, fun and nuanced than like a big chill, which like pisses me off. I fucking I've hate that I've never, movie. I've never seen the big chill. Oh, so the big no one, no one in the chat or our audience has seen. No one even knows. No what one, big chill is. no one oh. knows what the big chill is. Like we are referencing things no one understands or no. knows about. Uh, no, you're really Billy Crystaling this. Uh, <laughs> this uh, the, the, I will say uh, to. Uh, to table your big chill. Bruno Kirby. Oh, yeah, Bruno Kirby. Table it, yeah. <laughs> table this one out, guys. Just yelling Bruno Kirby. Bruno uh, Kirby. The my favorite city slickers fact is that when they give birth, the cow gives birth. They that was all practically done. That wasn't uh, special effects. They just oh, wow. had a bunch of cows on standby that were ready to give birth. They had like four cows and so billy crystal had to deliver like he was actually delivering a cow in that scene and that was like the third or fourth cow that he delivered that day amazing so that's props, props that. to billy I crystal i yeah. i and now i'm i'm loving the image in my mind of billy crystal and jack palance sitting under a tent by like video village like smoking with like uh it's early in the morning so they've got like a blanket over their shoulders and they're like you know, some like an AD or someone PA is just like, okay, there's one going now. They're gonna give birth now, and so they like, oh shit, like throw a cigarette out, and, like run <laughs> over, and like yeah, have to like, okay, we gotta get the camera set up, okay, ready and go. Like they have just to run over to capture this also, magic moment. Uh, didn't Billy Crystal write City Slickers? Isn't that like story by him or something? I just feel like he he was writing, yeah, like, something like it, that. If he wrote it, like he would be writing that scene and be like, I don't know, I've made movies like special effects. I'm sure they'll figure it out. And just to be on the day, be like, no, you're delivering a real cow. It's like, I'm sorry, what? No, I'm Billy Crystal. I can't do that. Like <laughs> I mean, Tom Cruise does his own stunts, but does he deliver his own cows? It's That's true. Not, you know, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, apparently Tom Cruise is so precise that uh, if you ask him to change feet when he's running, he can. So like I had a buddy who's a first AC, I think he was on Oblivion. And Tom Cruise had to do this like hundred yard dash across the frame. He's always and running. He, he always hit, running. he's always running. He hit the mark on his right foot and he got done and he walked up to the first AC and he was like, do you want that on the other foot? So I'm just a touch closer to the camera. So I hit your mark, I hit your focus mark. And the puller was like, oh, sure. Next take, bup, 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 other foot. Like from a distance was able to calculate that That's he needed insane. to change feet at that same spot. Yeah. Like a true technician, probably a very bizarre person to have at parties, but uh, very good at his job. Well, I, I heard that because um, he was in that remake of The Mummy and yeah. obviously he has this whole thing about running anyway and he refused to have other people run with him, presumably for a height difference. And the, the female co-star for The Mummy was like, I we should run together in the scene. It makes sense. And he was like, no, 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 I, you, you can't. He goes, look, I'll race you to the end of this lot and back. And if I win, I get to run with you. And she beat him because she was like a track athlete or something like that. So that's the reason why in that film, they are two running together. That's the only time it's ever happened, apparently. Which I love. <laughs> Interesting. What, like, what a delightful story. I, I, Fucking... I believe so. Don't, and this is where I'm going to be like, no, it's wrong. But that's what <laughs> I like a, to this think. This is not a facts based podcast. My yeah, name's not even no. Bruce Haplin. Um, True. The, uh, uh, I just, I, if I was that person, I would want a t shirt printed that said, I beat Tom Cruise in a foot race. Like, that is yeah. all I would want from that. Talk about a talk about an Uno fucking reverse card. Just like, oh, you oh, oh my, a foot a foot <laughs> race. Whatever will I do takes off Brad already in pull away costume that reveals like track shorts and she's already got a yeah, number. She's on. Warming a up. Number. <laughs> yeah, there's on a the number. <laughs> she just gets down, ready to go. I brought my own starter pistol, is that okay? Yeah. yeah. She's on the blocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh yes. yeah, to your question, John, Billy Crystal does not deserve Meg Ryan and uh when Harry met South. Yes. Uh, I believe that's what it was. Yeah. 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 To, to settle the to, yeah, to answer your question, uh, <laughs> a man a man unbelievably out kicking his coverage. Just uh yeah. just <laughs> punching so far out of his uh uh weight class it it it, it uh, uh yeah. beggar's belief. Yeah. Um I feel like that 
I, you know, you said you, you watched that movie in uh, uh, a, a restaurant or a bar. Uh, you could just say, like, if there's a restaurant or bar, there's a TV, TV in it. Welcome to America. We will stick a TV anywhere there will be, a, anywhere there's wall real estate, we'll cram a TV in it if you're at a bar or a restaurant, specifically bars. Uh, but I there's, like, uh, R.I.P., one of my favorite bars in town, uh, closed during the pandemic. Uh, mugshot, mugshots. Uh, it was it was like the only downtown bar that I would ever go to. Um, a lot of mostly like comedians. It was like comics uh, after after hours bar. But um, it, I loved their like choice of whatever they would put on. Just bizarre. Like, the like they... weird, yeah. I love a good weird ass movie that like you're sitting there, you're like belling it up to the bar to like pay for a drink or get a drink. You're just like, what the fuck? Why is Holy Mountain on this fucking like? Why is like the like the most obscure trauma film playing on this like? We were at a bar the other day and there was what is that? There's a uh, not Charles Charles Grove, but the guy who recently passed away. There's a Robert De Niro and Dad from Beethoven movie. Charles oh, Grodin. Yeah, Charles, uh, John Reisinger. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, that was just on at a bar, like at this weird bar we were at. And I was like, what is, it feels like this movie was made up to be played in this bar, where it was just like, <laughs> what movie is this that these two, Robert De Niro and Char Charles Grodin were in together? Oh, like the, the one where he's the <clears throat> accountant for the mob. Correct, yeah. and it's a comedy. And like, it's, I never heard oh, of it before in my it life. It, just, it looked like a joke. Uh, or being, I, I'll, I'll, again, terrible, terrible for the radio, the, for the yep. podcast that we absolutely have now that we've done absolutely no promotion for. Again, if you guys, uh, <laughs> we worked so hard to get it. The most is available in all podcast forums on all platforms. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you should check it out. Uh, chat right now is telling us that we should start the show as we are late, Andrew. So My you God. Your, uh, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Y'all uh, need to get up, get up off my, get up off my back on it. Yeah. Uh, do your VPN app. Remember, you're, you remember, you're the owners of the show. It's, it's true. Not right. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, so we're taking ownership of it. Guys, let's talk about ExpressVPN for a minute. Okay. They're sponsoring. <laughs> you have no choice. They are sponsoring the show, and we really appreciate them sponsoring the show uh, because they keep our data private. They uh, mask our IP addresses. Uh, they keep our data encrypted, keep it out of the hands of both hackers and uh, and our ISPs, so they can't uh, internet service providers, uh, so they can't uh, use that data of what we're searching to serve ads and shit back to us. It's really annoying. I like to keep my I like to keep that little buffer there. I said it before, I'll say it again. I like to set boundaries with my internet. Uh, you know, I don't them want all, you know knowing all my inner workings uh, and knowing what I'm thinking all the time. So I appreciate ExpressVPN for really. Simple as can be, boop, just press a little button on my phone, VPN network activated, and all my, now all my data that I'm you know, sending on my phone is uh, private, it's encrypted, data is locked tight. Mwah. We really appreciate them uh, for sponsoring the show. And if you want to check them out, you can go to expressvpn.com slash RTTV. And I'm sure there's a Chiron somewhere <laughs> in, this, in this beautiful blue world of ours that Cody. May, maybe would appear. Cody! In the bottom. Hey! <laughs> There it is. Yeah, there it is. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's, it's uh, not over your face this time, so. Yeah, it's. I and Cody, could you put it over my face? Is that uh, is that possible? <laughs> Just to put it right over the. Uh... Nah. <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it's a low. It's a it's a lower lower Chiron. Lower it's okay. third. It's a lower third. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you to ExpressVPN for sponsoring the show. Now let's start this. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not time. It's not time for the rapid fire graphic, but now it looks like I'm like been censored, like I'm walking yeah. out of a courtroom. Uh, uh, Andrew, what is this show? What do we do here? So this show is uh, this is this is it. We bullshit for we talk about Billy Crystal for 35 minutes. Yeah, analyze uh, and this. Then... That was the name of the movie. Analyze this. Oh Robert yes, I remember no, that. That's, that's Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro, not Charles Grodin and Robert. De Niro. Oh, that is. That's yeah. wrong. That's yeah. Billy Crystal. What it? Talk it about up. your show. I'll look it up while Andrew tells us what our show is about. <laughs> This this show is about having uh, guests on and asking them questions with the most in them somewhere. Uh, so, for example, like, what's the most lost you've ever been, for example? Uh, we do that, and then at the end, we do a little rapid fire. Drew reads off some rapid fire questions, and the person who answers the most of those questions quantitatively wins a prize. What do they want, Andrew? 
This is a prize. So Fiona, of course, is in London, so she cannot take uh, this uh, prize if I need to. Really not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is a a a twenty five dollar gift card to Taco Deli. <laughs> this is actually uh, this is actually Ooh. like a, a nice prize. Oh, and uh, hope hope you're ready for this one. <laughs> John, John you're, you. a, you're a big you're a big Taco Deli connoisseur, right? I I actually do like Taco Deli. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So that uh, that's up for the prize. I got that because uh, and listen, I love Taco Deli. They're delicious. Um, but man, oh man, did they screw up an order <laughs> recently? They blew it. They just really dribbled it right back to the mound. But they were very nice about it, and so they gave me a gift card, which could be yours uh, if you answer the most questions. My girlfriend got so many orders from DoorDash screwed up. Not her fault, but like the the the, the restaurant screwed up <laughs> orders so many times that she had to like uh, you know contest the order and get like refunds it happened so many times in a row they stopped they're like we can't give you any more and so she's like i i guess i won't use the app anymore then <laughs> because, oh my god because, that's amazing because they they decide that like clearly this is screwing up so much you must be just this, this conning the system. yeah and so yeah. she's like okay i guess i use another app now <laughs> i guess well I get I get really hungry at nighttime. I get low blood sugar at night, and so I always want treats after dinner. And so I've started ordering from GoPuff. And uh, the best. GoPuff wants to, if GoPuff wants to sponsor the show, I will gladly. I don't even use know what them that is. forever until a hundred percent. Just uh, for the nerds' balls alone, I would. Uh, they're fast. They are convenient. They show up in fifteen minutes. However, this one time they or they delivered to the street one block up both of our street names oh. start with the same letter and so they delivered to the wrong house and i called up and if you don't know what GoPuff is it's just snacks it's just little it's a convenience store that you can right. order online it comes right to your door mm-hmm. um, and this isn't a story but uh the i call the lady and i'm and their customer service is very quick and so she answers the phone and i'm like hey my snacks went to the wrong spot and she wasn't rude at all but the tone in her voice had just a hint of, oh, I'm sorry. Did your ice cream not show up directly to your door? <laughs> oh, that's a bump. She was trying her best to be like, oh, what a bummer. I'm so sorry your nerds balls aren't there in 15 minutes, you child man. And yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Did they not spoon feed you the ice cream? Did the yeah. did the our GoPub oh. delivery driver not like bring it under your nose on a silver platter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you rich boy. I'm sorry our driver missed your home. You, you, yeah. Uh, but I wound up, the long story short, which this isn't a story, wandered off into the night, came back with a bag of treats, and then they had already canceled and reordered my order. So I got six pints Double of ice treats. cream were in my house. Six pints of ice cream, ladies and gentlemen, in my home. Uh, disgusting. So, uh, yes, uh, that is, uh, oh man, what a, what a reversal of fortune. That is a, uh, that yeah. is, you had to, had to, had to sink low to rise so high. Cause that's great. What's the um, first question, Andrew? The first question for the show, uh, as we, we said we were going to start 10 minutes ago, like yeah. mostly times. Okay. So this is kind of related. So this first question is semi-related because we're talking about treats. We're talking about foods. Mm-hmm. Um, the first question is what's the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten? What's the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten? Now, I want to extend this. This could be just a bite, and then you went, goodbye. Or maybe something, which is in my case, that was disgusting that you kept eating until it was just like, I can't fucking do this anymore. So that is the question. I'll open this one up to John first. John, what's the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten? <laughs> um, so I used to be married. So that's that's the that's the 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 history you get to get from me okay. to understand the story. It's the lore. Um, <laughs> and I had in-laws, and uh, the in-laws, the husband this is my 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 brother-in-law. He they kept talking up about um, he made a really banging lasagna, uh, and a big major component of how good the lasagna was was because he made the tomato sauce. And he made it from scratch. It's a whole thing like that from scratch. So they talked this up for a long time while I was part of this family. And then one day they finally did. It. They don't. He doesn't make it all the time because it takes forever to make it. You like have to stew the sauce for like hours. I don't fucking know how you make sauce. Um, and they finally do it. And we're all together at this family table, me and my wife at the time. And we bite into this thing and everyone's just like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. After the meal, I turn to my wife and I'm like, 
what do you think of that lasagna? She's like, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it was the worst. I don't know how you fuck up lasagna so badly where it was like, what if this pasta had no flavor? What if we did that? What if there was like just no seasoning in this at all? Uh, <laughs> like, like then you're just eating acidic mush. That's all it is. It was. Like, it was. It was so. It was. It was just one of those things. Was like talked up so much. You know, someone. We all have our special thing. You know, Dad's really good right. at making waffles, and and Mom has her meatloaf and that kind of thing. You know, or or Grandma does a pot roast. It's like that. That was his lasagna. It was talked up, and it was. And so then, forever. After that, until I got divorced, it was always like a talk of like during like holiday meals, like, well, we could do this or or he could make us lasagna again. Mm -hmm. and we'd have to come up with a reason. We don't want to like, trouble him. No, 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 let's, 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 get a, let's get a ham. Let's get a ham. Like that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Let's get, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm in the car already. I'm getting a honey baked ham right now. There's no way. Oh, no. Make... Sorry. It, 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 it luckily wasn't like rotten and it wasn't right. like it, it wasn't it wasn't bad to eat but it was just like i've never had to perform at a dinner so much i've just never had right. to dinner <laughs> and a show yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now the one act play of me in man enjoys lasagna yeah mm. does the stomach rub thing very good mm. Yeah. So this is this this might be a this might be a a fun like I guess like boundary to put on this question or caveat. I I, I like this. I like your answer, John, because it isn't something that is technically inedible. This was something because like what's the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten? I've eaten a rancid piece of something. I spit sure. it out. Yeah. But like I'm talking about something that was gen generally comestible. Something yeah. that you could that was made prepared and then was an absolute turd so very good i like that like because you're absolutely right a lasagna with no flavor is just it is a mush casserole it is just it's, it is it is texture minefield it's i just also don't know how you screw up like tomato sauce cheese and noodles and have yeah. no flavor like that almost seems like you have to put intent behind that to accomplish <laughs> I'm, I'm just, why is this why is this food in like sepia tone it's in black and white why does this feel like <laughs> I feel like this food is from pleasantville this is yeah. a dust yeah, bowl lasagna. Of yeah <laughs> uh, uh fiona what about you what's the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten all right well for this one um i've thought long and hard and i I used to go to, well, I used to go, I did go to university. I went to University of St. Andrews in Scotland, which if I mean, maybe you American folks know, it is a famous for golf. Mm -hmm. It's also, well, Scotland in general is famous for deep frying things. Um, mm. And St. Andrews, it's very, very small sort of coastal town. You've got your students, you've got your golfers, and you've got people who live there. And we all hate each other. You know, horrible, vicious, <laughs> triforce cycle. But the, the big thing about uh, St. Andrews is that it has the most pubs per square mile of certainly any Scottish town, but also as many sort of fish and chip shops, kebab places, the works, right? And on my first year of uni, so freshers, so, you know, a young, sprightly 18-year-old Fiona's like, I'm ready to take on the world, what will it be, you know? And rumours start going around talking about, oh, have you heard of deep-fried Mars bars and deep-fried Snickers bars? And I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of them. I said, hang on. Have you heard of a deep fried chocolate pizza? And I was like, no. I said, well, there's a challenge that if you can eat a whole deep fried chocolate pizza, you would get it for free. And of course, as a young woman, independent, fresh from her English home, it's like, well, of course I have to try the delicacies. Like of... whole? Like <laughs> whole? Like, like pizza? So what, like came, what came was a whole margarita pizza, deep fried. And then, like, um, sprinkled on it was various different chocolates that had melted on top. And <laughs> um, thinking back, probably the drinks didn't help. <laughs> we oh. drank quite a lot of uh, Sambuca was the drink of choice. Oh, God! There's, so, there's your problem. <laughs> there's so, your problem. Yeah, Sambuca mixed with the deep-fried chocolate. Um, oh. <laughs> I just remember sitting, like... In, in a whole residence, so open thing, and I was eating it, and I was going, something doesn't feel right. <laughs> and uh -huh. I, I made it 
not to the the uh, women's bathroom, but to the male's bathroom. And I just went, nope, went in. And the men were like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, I must, I must. And <laughs> what I call, what, 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 what uh, the British call a tactical chunder all ah. over the male bathroom <laughs> of what was a mixture of deep fried pizza and a horrible brown liquid. <laughs> oh, and God. I was so drunk Man, after that. But um, I yeah, I, I obviously, I went, as, as, a, as a good British girl, I just cleaned it all up and I was like, I'm sorry. Was, you're crying. You're horrible, hot, sweaty Sambuca tears. <laughs> uh, you know, ho holding bits off, trying to putting it in like the bin rather than the toilet for God knows what. I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and they're oh. like, it's okay. It's okay. And so, yeah, so I've never been able to drink Sambuca since. Um, and I've not been able to have anything deep fried really since uh, either. So. Yeah, you haven't revisited the chocolate pizza though. I, 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 uh, um, I no, no. I, again, I, it's, I would do that if I was going for a visit, I think. But I'm, I'm, it's been ages since I've been to Scotland. I, I, I love, I love the like, <laughs> if you can eat the whole thing, it's free. It's like, okay, if I can eat the whole thing, you pay me. You it's pay me. Free. It's <laughs> disgusting. $25. Like, it's free like here it's like how about some torture it's free like wait what do you mean <laughs> no yeah. get the hell out it of was, here it was it was a a very obviously a, a good yeah, bonding uni unity experience for me and the friends i never talked to anymore so it's all good <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. what a, yeah, what a it was a treat tale. it was a treat <laughs> a heartwarming tale uh yeah. my 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 uh, uh uh most disgusting thing i think is probably it's also a pizza uh, because uh, you know, there's that old adage: even when pizza's bad, it's still good. Wrong. Pizza Italian can be deep today. fried. Pizza yeah, can be deep fried, and it sucks. Uh, my mm -hmm. this pizza, in the um, the pizza in question that I had was made with was cooked in the oven with the cardboard still on the bottom. <laughs> no. Now, now, what what that does is it doesn't it doesn't like visibly ruin the pizza in any way it just tastes like you're eating an office max it's like you're when you bite into it it's like ah, oh, mm, mm, staples did i just eat an easy button like the, it is i remember like and again i was like taking a bite i was like okay it tastes, it tastes weird like oh this is a real, real Manila-y quality to this. Some real, like, uh, office supply quality to this. And, like, took, I ate a whole slice and then oh, was, no. I, like, I ate a whole Wait, slice. and then Did I, you eat the cardboard? Yeah. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. It was just cooked on top of it. So, like, it right, was okay. taken out, cut into normal slices. It's just the essence of cardboard went back into up into, into the pizza. Right. And I so I was like. <laughs> who, uh -huh. who did this to you like who what who would you believe you? it would you believe it with some drunk friends uh, <laughs> would I, you, would. Could, I wouldn't believe could, that could you could you imagine that it was drunk friends uh uh in one of their like uh you know uh, squats uh while we were uh very uh, drunk one evening yes uh, uh, yeah uh, a real a real a real uh yeah a real boy house real gross place yeah, real uh so yeah just uh just some lawn chairs on a cardboard box and a pulp fiction poster in the corner yeah. Oh, uh, are you? Oh my God! Did I hear a whiskey bottles lining the top of cabinets? Just the gross, <laughs> awful, awful, disgusting. Why they let? Oh, just terrible. The, yeah. And the t the toilet from uh, uh, Train Spotting. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, it was a. Uh, yeah, that's probably the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. Um, <laughs> and like, yeah, made it through a slice and then got to uh, like, I grabbed another. One, I was like. I don't, I can't fucking do, like, I just can't do this. And <laughs> which, is, which is something was, to be said about being in your early twenties and not yeah. being able to have a second slice of pizza. Like you got to eat some bad, like I, I had some bad meals in my early twenties mm -hmm. before I understood how food was consumed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that is, uh, that is my, probably the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. Uh, let's, uh, we are, it's, uh, 1252. So let's very quickly, um, Ooh, second question. What's the most off-limits place you have ever been Ooh. or snuck into? What's the most off-limits place you've ever been? Statute of Limitations has uh, expired, so now you can talk <laughs> about uh, your crimes. Uh, confess them here on the, the podcast. Uh, I'll start with Fiona this time. Fiona, what's the most off-limits place you've ever been? Right. Less cool, I think. Like, again, I feel like, as a British person, there must be lots of things. And unfortunately, I'm just a goody-goody two-shoes. But I do Thank remember... Fiona. 
I know. <laughs> it's just, just what, just it's just a girlish charm, honest. But um, <laughs> same I... as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> of course, game recognizes game. Obviously, John, that's, that's that's how it works. But um, so behind my house, my I said my house, my parents' house. Uh, I live uh, originally. I come from up north, so Manchester in the UK, so the northwest of England. And my parents live uh, near a little place called Burnley, and it's lots of rolling hills and surrounded by farmland, essentially. And we, when we first got our uh, sort of um, our Jack Russell Terrier dog, uh, Charlie, obviously we'd like walk, you know, walk him anywhere because obviously Jack Russell Terriers, if you don't know, they are just they're just energy. They just mm-hmm. they have to go out all the time. So like, okay, so this was like maybe like the second year we had him, and it was winter, so there's lots of snow on the ground, and I stupidly thought why don't i just let him off in the field behind me uh and i'll go and walk in and catch up with him etc what i didn't realize is that obviously it is farmland <laughs> there is a farmer um and i'm sure that it's the same in the us uh the uk farmers have guns <laughs> and, and i'm just oh, yeah. walking over the um over the crest and i saw uh lots of sheep and they were being corralled like in a huge circle and i was like that's really odd sheep don't normally do shit and charlie my my dog had suddenly become a sheepdog and was chasing <laughs> wow. them around the thing. And I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And this was, again, several years ago. So I wasn't the, the slight, uh, tall, petite person that I am now. And I was like, what am I going to do? I'm crap at PE. And so I thought, this is my moment. I could see the, like someone coming out of the house and stuff. And I was like, I have to do something because he'll get shot. So I sort of dashed up. And he timed it so the sheep went past and I rugby tackled my dog to the ground in what can only be described as the, the coolest thing I've ever done. And we both pulled <laughs> each other like that on in the snow, covered. And we waited like that for five minutes for us to make sure the farmer had come back into his wow. house. And then I just pulled my dog up, who's like, this is the best day of my life. And I'm like, rushing back over the fence. And like, we, we can't tell anyone about this to my yeah. dog. It's like, yes, sort of thing. So yeah, that's, I think that's the most like snuck into what's deliberately just walked in and not realized that farmers have guns. So pro tip, yeah. don't do that, folks. Had to, had to look your dog in the eye and say, all right, let's get our story straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I love the like f- just absolutely like form tackling your dog, just like trucking your dog I, to the I, earth. I've never done anything as impressive since any any sporting feat has like gone down in my mind. So <laughs> I, I wish there was like an action replay because it was spectacular. It's a one and done thing. So <laughs> banana, banana, just play of the week. Yeah. Uh, John, what about you? What's the uh, what's the most off limits place you've you've been? Yeah, I don't have a lot of stories for that either because I'm just a little uh, pastor's son who, you know, <laughs> was a goody two-shoes. But I, I, I talked about this recently in something else. It's hard to keep track of, like, places where I've, I've said this stuff. But there was a uh, there was a, a hangout spot that the youths of my, uh, of my neighborhood, we would go to at night when we wanted to get away from everybody. And at the time, it seemed so cool of a place to go to. We even had a nickname for it. But in hindsight, it was extremely dangerous. And I'm surprised nobody got hurt from it. <laughs> there, we... We had a military base uh, on our an air force base, to be exact, mm-hmm. in my town. Next to the air force base um, was an abandoned and unused housing neighborhood that mm. used to be where they, when the base was much more active, mm-hmm. everybody yeah. lived in this house, yeah. and it's probably something built in like you know the the fifties or something like that. Yeah, um, but dilapidated abandoned everything like that and so uh that was like the place that all the the youths would go to 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 wander around and and try to just i don't know we we weren't even drinking i don't even know what we were doing it was called sector x because that's what you do of course right and um lead and asbestos as far as like, the eye can see yeah uh, it, that's it it was it was asbestos broken glass like there was it was just it was like tetanus the neighborhood is what it yeah. was <laughs> and we would wander through the houses and and like you know we would do it because we were trying to get scared because it was like haunted it's a haunted neighborhood um but like we totally could have been mugged by someone or yeah. uh yeah. uh you know uh fallen down a hole into some some person's like basement like there was plenty of opportunities for us to have like completely like died in one of our sure. friends yeah. you know that kind of thing <laughs> yeah something could have fallen on you like something yeah. could have collapsed in your traipsing around these like old dilapidated yeah. buildings yeah because yeah. we went we went into the houses and just rummaged through them this is at like 
pitch black nine o'clock at night kind of time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was no lights there was no street lights it was all dark it was all flashlight based of what we did and so um yeah like <laughs> very cool when you were younger yeah. it's very it's like it's such a cool thing but in hindsight it's like if my kid was in place like that i'd be i'd be shitting my pants mm-hmm. yeah Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I uh, very similarly that relates to uh, there was a an old abandoned in San Antonio. That's where I grew up. There was an old abandoned cement works factory. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was a great place to um, do drugs or see people do drugs or uh, see people drinking and doing drugs. Like that was just like a place you where you do, go where you go. Or just to like explore and be uh, a disaffected bored youth. I mean, that's really what it was. It was just like you like, like leave those places up as like uh, moths to the flame for you. They're just like that. We just leave these yeah. places. Yeah. They're gonna go there anyway. They're gonna go. go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that that's probably on the list of like you know. Again, it was very much the same. Like oh, just the amount of like I mean, just like drums with skull and crossbones on it. Just like whatever like dangerous things, substance, chemicals, smile from the original Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. It's just, I, I feel like that was a pretty dangerous place to be and definitely off limits. Um, but then I also snuck into my high school after hours and got chased by police. Um, so that was, uh, that was probably the most off limits place that had like, you know, Story that was it was another a, time story yeah. for another time because we're running up on it. But no, it was, I mean, like, yeah, uh, went with a, another buddy of mine from high school when we were just like, go see what's going on at the high school uh here after dark and yeah just... bullied enough here during the, enough during yeah the day. yeah we go get bullied by very, night cop very stupid um and they uh uh yeah and the cop and the of course tripped a silent alarm uh we saw like flashing lights and uh cops chased us anyway it was a lot of fun and like seriously like sprinting running from the cops through a neighborhood was uh uh informative uh it, it, you know it's uh exhilarating uh ladies and gentlemen we've come to the end of the show it's time for the rapid fire look at those numbers going up we're Come pushing up. We we're pushing some numbers okay let's do a rapid fire how about it okay uh john you'll go first Are you okay with that yeah let's go no that wasn't the first question here comes the first <laughs> question okay uh what chore do you absolutely hate doing uh folding laundry favorite snow cone flavor uh watermelon have you ever been bitten by an animal yeah what is an unpopular opinion you have uh <laughs> <laughs> men were a mistake uh can you drive stick no liar i've seen you do it no What's the amount of liquid required to quench your thirst uh it's a shot glass do you drink milk yeah have you ever done a corn maze no have you ever been stood up yeah if there were 101 animals in your house what would they be cats have you ever failed to keep a secret yeah you own any plants no the ends justify the means sometimes have you ever seen a dead body in person yes you believe aliens have visited earth yes what's the smelliest thing you've ever smelled i can't smell how many people could you jump over five name four fish Clownfish, lionfish goldfish big fish <laughs> time <laughs> how do you do uh, that's 20 that's Let 20 oh, okay the the forever record is 25 Set by Kayla Milton, who somehow every time she's on the show manages to increase her record. She's like, yeah, she's she's beat her own record three times. She, gets yep. she just keeps raising the bar, she keeps moving those right. goalposts. All right, here we go. Fiona, Fiona you ready? I'm ready? Yeah, okay. I'm ready. How long would it take to train a monkey to ride a dog like a horse? Uh, depends. How, have you ever been stung? Yes. What's the bougiest thing that you do? Bougiest? Uh, not nothing. <laughs> Would you say that we're friends? Absolutely. How much money would you want to never work again? Oh, I, lots, lots. How, how many ants do you think it would take to lift you off the ground? Lots. How many rugs are in your home? None. Uh, if you were expertly covered in feathers, do you think you could fly? I'd like to think so. Can you draw? Yes. Uh, have you ever punched a hole in drywall? No, but I'd like to. How far around the world could you go with just a bindle of stuff? Uh, probably down the road. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite food? Uh, tuna mayo. Uh, do you say y'all? No, I'm British. A, uh, are you good at math? Uh, yes. I... Have you ever been electrocuted? No. Would you try lab-grown human meat? Absolutely. Time. 
Ooh, we've got 16. A little oh, shy. Yeah, no. So yeah, this, no, no. this, this gift card that you cannot use. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Did I, throw the, did I throw the game? Oh, who will never know? <laughs> Just an honorable thing. Did you throw the game? Uh, well, yes, uh, that will remain a mystery. Uh, folks, thank you so much for being on the show. Fiona, a true delight. Uh, John, a true delight. Thank you for being on. This was thank a blast. Check, uh, out, everybody check out Tales from the Sticky Dragon. Check out What Am I Rolling. Both. Uh, both Do both. both things. Do both. Yeah. Get, get, get absolutely uh, loaded up on uh, RPG uh, goodness with both of yeah. these things. Uh, also, listen to The Most on podcast form. It's out there. Download it. Find us on, uh, and also follow us on Twitter at The Most Cast. Also, Roots Teeth Extra Life's going on right now. Help them kids. Give a little, give a little scratch. Help them kids so we can, uh, you know, help them get better. Uh, we really appreciate it. And that stream is happening on uh, Saturday, the big one, the all-day stream. We love you guys. November 13th. We will, November 13th. We will see you guys next week. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Cody, get us out of here. Ha, 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 ha.